Welcome to What Crisis? Fully living in your midlife and beyond. I'm your host, Dan Johansson. Last time, we talked about people making resolutions every new year. Things to do or change that show the world and ourselves that this year, this year is going to be the year, our year, my year. And as part of this, we'll often say that this is the year to scratch that thing we've always wanted to do off our bucket list, right? That same declaration we make every year. Yet the list just seems to be getting longer and time keeps flying by. You're not alone. Today, we're going to talk about both the bucket list and the chuck it list. Both are paths towards living your best life. So let's jump right in. I think we all have a bucket list. The place we're dying to go to, the thing we've always wanted to do or see, the new restaurant that never has an open table. Perhaps it's a far more simple thing, like investing your time to care for people in need or to go back to church. These things, these lists, tend to grow longer, faster than we can scratch things off of them. And for many, these lists can be pure fantasy, things that we allow ourselves to dream about, but never truly see as being actually achievable. In and of itself, that presents a challenge. Sure, it can be fun to set these lofty goals, these desires for things that may feel eternally out of reach. But then you're living in a fantasy land. Again, this can be fun, but it really doesn't give you an opportunity to stretch, to reach for something, to set a goal that is reachable, that you can work towards and feel amazing about making. A bucket list can be many different things to different people, and they can be a great way to set your sights on realizing your dreams. As your guide, I'd like to see you scratch one thing off your bucket list every year. So let's talk about what a healthy bucket list might look like. First of all, I'm going to recommend that your list has no more than three items on it. Why only three? Because the more things you put on your list, the more this list becomes insurmountable, the more it feels like fantasy. But I believe if you filter your list down to just three things, they may appear to be far more achievable. And do yourself a favor and be honest with yourself to have them be something you can stretch towards realistically. Winning the lottery isn't really a bucket list item since you can't control the outcome. Here's another rule to consider. If you want to add something to your pre-existing list of three, something must go. You'll have to balance which are more important. So conversely, you'll have to view them through the lens of realistic possibility. Now, sure, there may be some fantasy wrapped up in these items, and that is part of the fun, but these lists are the most engaging and fun if they're achievable, whether you have to stretch to get there or not. So, three things. And if you add anything to the list, something has to go. Deal? This prioritization will automatically force you to think about what you want more than the other. 
and look at it through that lens of actually making it happen. The next thing I want you to consider is having these lists be time-bound. I want you to consider that bucket lists have a much higher chance to become reality when they are reachable, when they are time-bound and result-driven. If your dream is to walk down the streets of Venice, the only way your feet will touch that ancient ground is if you put a date on it, a measurable goal. Now you have a goal and an objective, and you can make a list of the things you need to do to make it happen. Perhaps you need to save $100 from every paycheck for the next year. Do you want to try and leverage frequent flyer miles to try and offset your airfare? Do you want to join a Facebook group for people traveling to Venice for the first time? This is where you start turning fantasy into a plan. This is where your bucket list becomes an action list, a real-world to-do list. And yeah, this is where it gets fun. Because guess what? You're going to Venice. And sure, once you start doing the homework for one of your items, you may find that for one reason or another, that it may actually be unrealistic. And that's okay, because your list has two more things on it, doesn't it? And soon there'll be room for one more. But let's assume that that's not the case. Here's the tipping point, and we talked about this last season, the concept of willingness. Do you want it? And are you willing to do what it takes to get it? You see, in most everything in life, it is your willingness that's the ultimate bullshit detector for the things you say you want. You want to go to Venice? Are you willing to do what it takes to find yourself in a gondola on a canal being serenaded by a gondolier? This is actually my favorite part of lists like this. This is something that I challenge people in all facets of my life with. What is it that you want? And are you willing to do what it takes to get it? It doesn't have to be something luxurious or some fancy vacation. You might want to achieve a weight loss goal. I don't know. You might be a bodybuilder and have a weight gain goal. You know, it really doesn't matter. But the question will always remain, what is it you want? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? So the goal today is to take that bucket list of yours. And if it's more than three items, pare it down. If you want to get really aggressive, make it one item. If you don't have a bucket list, I'll recommend that you start one. Life is for exploring expanding our horizons, new experiences, new things, and new people. And if you're stuck in a life cycle of shampoo, rinse, and repeat, you've already resigned yourself to a limited life. That may be okay for some people, but I'll argue if you're here, listening to these podcasts, you're not looking for a limited or small existence. You want to push the boundaries that hold you back because this human experience is so fleeting. Okay, bucket list rules, check. Now let's shift our focus to what we're going to call the chuck it list. Conceptually, this came from me hearing the phrase, chuck it in the fuck it bucket. You know, I believe for as much as we need a bucket list of aspirations, we also need a chuck it list as part of our healthy journey. What's the chuck it list? 
at least in this version, just as you have things to aspire towards, there are likely things in your life that hold you back, that bring you down. Things that, in many cases, have been in your life for a very long time that not only no longer serve you, they're a detriment to your happiness and your joy. This could manifest in a number of ways. It could be that person in your life that has overstayed their welcome. It could be the obligation you made that no longer serves you, that you clearly could get out of, but haven't. It could even be a limiting belief that keeps you from believing in what's possible if you try. So just like we have a bucket list, your chucket list should also have three things on it. I'm going to tell you right out front that your chucket list is going to include things that you can act on right now. Things that you are aware of, but are likely procrastinating doing anything about them because they have a layer of yuck and dealing with yucks can be messy. You see, the chucket list is likely full of choices you've been avoiding. Otherwise, you wouldn't need a list at all and they'd already be out of your life. These are things you know that are best for you, but you don't like the possible discomfort they may bring if acted on. This is a dilemma throughout our entire lives, allowing things to remain in your atmosphere that steal your joy. Now, I'm a believer in the philosophy that things should either be neutral at worst or additive at best to be in your life. And for things on your list, habits you need to change, circumstances to be addressed, or even people that take away your happiness and joy, it's an opportunity for change. Because it's important to understand what actually serves your best interest. And if these things don't, you should consider how you can distance or separate them from your life. Carve them out with intention so you can focus on the things that bring you real joy. This is not an easy thing to consider for many of us. But if you'd like some insight on how, go back and listen to episode six from season one, where I talk about the delicacy and importance of boundary setting in shrinking your circle. You know, what's interesting about these two lists is that while the bucket list may have things that seem lofty and perhaps difficult, it's often the things worthy of the chucket list that are the hardest because they involve real change that often has an emotional cost to it. Saving money for a trip to Italy might not be easy, but it's an emotionless transaction. Deciding that an old habit, or maybe an old friend or family member, no longer gets a seat at your table? That's hard stuff. That takes real bravery. But perhaps these two lists have some overlap. Are there things that belong on your chucket list that could be slowing you down or getting in the way of your bucket list, even if they're not things that are in direct conflict? Usually, the things that are worth chucking are robbing you of either time, energy, mental or physical health, or maybe some combination of all of those things. Okay, so you got it? Two lists. One of things you're reaching for, and one for the things that no longer serve you. No more than three per list, 
And as soon as one gets crossed off, you add another. Because, as with all aspects of life, we all deserve more of the things that bring us joy. And both lists serve that purpose well. Are you willing? I am. Let's be list makers together. See you next time. Thanks for listening and spending part of your day with me. If you like what you hear, give me a follow. And if you're so inclined, since you like it anyway, feel free to leave a kind review. For more information, follow me on danjohansen.com, where you'll also find links to my books, daily Instagram posts, and so much more.